Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District. At Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Good morning again, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, we're going to be, by the way, uh, giving you updates as we get them about DeMar Hamlin. Who went, and so far, the good news is that the news has been good. It hasn't been, oh, my God, he's out of the woods. But it's been little by little oxygen levels improving. Mm-hmm. Doctors say they're seeing good signs. And so hopefully... We can continue to bring pieces of good news. You also had the family spokesperson, Jordan Rooney, coming out yesterday and saying that things moving, or things are moving in a positive in a direction. Positive. Every, everything we've heard has been stuff like that, and that is encouraging. Um, meantime, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed his 13th straight practice. Mm-mm. This was my preseason pick for the Super Bowl, by the way. Super Bowl MVP, Lamar Jackson. Sticking with it? Yup. I'm not moving off it. I'll explain why. He has not suited up since injuring his knee December 4th. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach at the press conference, will Lamar Jackson be ready for the postseason? You know, I'm just probably going to leave all that stuff alone. You know, I'm going to focus on the game and uh, uh, just get ready to coach our guys and have our guys get ready to play the game. So, Key, um, he has what not is, had What the- is he leaving alone? <laughs> Right, exactly. He has not had the regular season I anticipated. However, I want to point something out. Every game Lamar Jackson has played in for the Ravens, they've had a fourth-quarter lead. So that means they're capable of beating any team in the NFL. You have a fourth-quarter lead in any game. That means you might be the best team in the NFL. You've got to close certain games. You can't be making bad decisions in the fourth quarter, but that means it's possible. And they have no receiving core, just like Daniel Jones, I said, right? Like, he has no receiving core. And... Uh, at least not among the wideouts, really. And he and without him, look at what it looks like without Daniel Jones. And so I ask you before I say like, "Hey, are the Ravens starting to show frustration?" Uh, sorry, I mean without Lamar Jackson, rather Lamar Jackson. Do, are the Ravens starting to show frustration with Lamar Jackson? Let me just say, if I'm Lamar Key and I'm hurt, I'm not going out there without a contract in the regular season when we're already going to the playoffs, when I've already showed you my value because with me, we're, about, we're just about the best team in the NFL, and without me, we're terrible, right? I'm not doing that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rest up until I'm all the way better, and then I'm going to go out and win the Super Bowl in the playoffs. That's what I – if I'm Lamar Jackson. Key, before we talk about it real quick, I just want to provide context. So the question – that Harborough answer where he said, I'm leaving it, I'm going to leave all that stuff alone and focus on the game. He was asked, will Lamar Jackson be ready for the postseason? That's what oh, he said he was going okay. to leave alone. So, okay. so anyway, Key, that would be my plan. I assume that's Lamar's plan. I don't, know, I don't necessarily know if that's Lamar's plan, um, but I would think that for Lamar and for the Baltimore Ravens, if he's healthy enough to play in practice, he would be out there. Uh, you know, they, they – they're trying to win the division still. The winning the division versus a wild card isn't really going to change much for them. 
um, because they won't have the one seed. They won't have the two seed. So I don't necessarily know what this game is going to do other than winning the division. Uh, Because when you look at it, this is a team that certainly uh, has some ability if they get him back healthy to make a deep run in the playoffs. No question about it. Yeah, I don't see the game against the Bengals being a sense of urgency for Lamar. I mean, Huntley's 3-2 and two in his tenure there thus far as a starter. I mean, even though they haven't scored more than 17 points a game, you need that prolific offense, obviously, to boost his team. But you still recognize their ceiling with Lamar. The more interesting and intriguing thing to me is the relationship between Coach Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Like, what is – because it feels like Coach Harbaugh, Kia, has always rolled with Lamar. But it sounds like things are starting to get a little bit weird, uncomfortable. Whenever you say, you know, what's Lamar's position in the postseason, you say, I'm just going to leave that alone. What's he supposed to say? But I, it makes me almost feel like he doesn't know. Well, like he's no, just he, left he, in limbo. He, he knows. You he think he knows? Doesn't wanna, yeah, of course. He just doesn't want to talk about it. Okay. There's nothing. He's getting ready to play Cincinnati. He's focused in on them. Why There's nothing I say, to we'll talk deal about with that. We'll three deal with that weeks when we from get now. There. We'll deal with that when now, we get there. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody answers it different, though, Jay. You know, but that's essentially what he's saying. I know, but when maybe, the regular maybe season just, is over, we'll deal with it. Maybe I dig deeper into things. When somebody says, "Well, I'm just going to leave that alone," it makes it, it makes it feel like there's something deeper. It there. It feels to me like the, me. The, the, the deeper thing <laughs> is the obvious thing, which is Lamar Jackson is in a division where he is the most accomplished guy. Although Burrow's made a deeper postseason run, but he's the most accomplished guy who has the longest tenure as a pro. Right, Deshaun Watson. Just got two hundred thirty million guaranteed. You know Burrow's going to get better than two hundred guaranteed, and and Lamar is sitting there going, "Hold on, you think I'm going to be by far the lowest paid quarterback, the most accomplished guy in my own division? You're out of your minds." I mean, that's what again. You just have to put yourself in the player's position. Yeah, so, that was. I don't think. I don't even think that that's there right now. Max, you got to remember, the dude came to play at the start of the season. If he was going to do anything, it would have been at the start of the season. No, no, but I'm saying, right, but Key, once you get hurt, you're not going to go out there when you're already in the playoffs. You're not going to go out there and maybe exacerbate something instead of getting healthy for the playoffs, no, so especially he, without but, a contract. But, but, yeah, but you got you to gotta get healthy. No one goes out there like in these positions and not healthy. This isn't, but, I'm going to be Superman. But Key, we talked about this the other day. Nobody's really healthy at this point of the season. Everybody's banged up to some degree. So, I mean, back to Max's point. Like I, I'm not. I wouldn't hold it against Lamar if he became selfish no, right now. Like not, even if not I'm, even selfish, they're going to the playoffs. Well, even if I'm sixty percent and I can't play, like why would I want to jeopardize myself for the yeah, sake of what, trying to? He won't go out. He won't go out there, Jay, unless he is a hundred percent healthy to play. Right. You know, he he just won't. He's not going to do it. He he did that already. Uh, he's he, not going to do it, and they know that, and they don't. They can get past the Bengals with Huntley at the quarterback spot, and even if they didn't. It does not change the outlook on the seeding because, yeah, they get a home playoff game if they win the division. But lots of teams have won without that. Yeah. But exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you, Keith, you think Lamar wants to stay in Baltimore? Your personal, authentic assessment yeah. of what you've seen thus far, what would make you think he wants to stay there? Here's what I would say. <laughs> As somebody told me the other day, professional athletes, Go where the money is at. And if the money is in Baltimore, 
He'll stay in Baltimore that's when the that's the reality. And you know, and you know how you jack don't up the wanna, money? Don't want to. Don't want uh, to. Everybody's always talking about, oh, I don't want to. No, no, no. You're going to go where the money is. The offense period. has been night and day without Lamar Jackson. It's gotten much worse. And if Lamar gets all the way good, at least as much as possible, and enters the playoffs and plays to the, his, up to his capability, which is boundless, basically, and the Ravens win the Super Bowl, and I want to mention again, if you have a fourth-quarter lead in every single game you play, you can win the Super Bowl. You can. If he goes and does that, now, what are we, now how would the Ravens possibly at that point come back and play Monopoly Man with the pockets turned inside out? No, talking about they're not, they're they do it, it now, even if they don't, it, Max. It makes Different. things a lot easier. It makes things a lot easier if you win the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. It make, I mean, it just it, it does. But he's going he'll get his money. I'm not even that's the least of my worries whether or not he's going to get his money. Even if he had to play under is. the franchise tag 2 years in a row and pick up 50 million dollars a year and, and and accumulate that basketball money in 2 years to 100 million then go get another 350, he's going to get his money. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, but you know, not if he's hurt. Keith in Kansas City, odds to win the conference, Max. <laughs> Do you mean first to the number one seed? Or? Go ahead, go ahead, Keith in Kansas City. <laughs> hey, born and raised in Chicago, first of all, uh, you know, so I'm a diehard Bulls, diehard Bears fan. Been there with Eddie Robinson, Jay Will, Ooh, you know, but anyway, you know, so uh, basically just wanted to kind of bring up a point about Lamar Jackson and then also mentioning the Bears, Rokon Smith. Both those guys represent themselves. So during free agency this year, do you think that may be an issue for the Ravens? Because both of them are going to want top dollar on both sides of the ball. I'll hang up and listen, and thanks for taking my call. Well, neither one neither one will be – well, Roquan will get his deal probably done they before Lamar because they'll tag yeah. Lamar and then work on Ro- Roquan's deal. Um, they're not – you know, Roquan, if they don't do anything, yeah, he can – go and, and walk, but I doubt the fact that he would walk. They gave up too many uh, picks to get him and all the other st- assets, and they're, they're going to sign him. They, that's why they got him to sign him. Listen, this is what I mean about Lamar. You talk about the identity of a team. Uh, some, like Chicago's like, no, we don't want to pay a guy in the middle like that, right? But, but the Ravens go, yeah, yeah, you know what? We'll pay a guy to tackle. We'll, we'll, we'll pay blocking and tackling guys, right? We will do that. That's the, that's, the, that's the identity of the team. Lamar Jackson, in his absence, look at the offense. Key, they're not the types to go out and get you in A.J. Brown, right? Okay, whatever. Well, this is what it looks like when you don't have Lamar Jackson and no A.J. Brown. With Lamar, you don't need A.J. Brown. Without him, you better have guys like that. So the very identity of the team is Lamar Jackson. That goes back to my point, though. Like, even if, if the money was slightly better there, I mean, granted, if they tag him, you can't go anywhere. But if he had his option, if the money was somewhere a little bit less, but they were going to give you the weapons that you've been waiting your whole career for, why wouldn't you? Why I really wouldn't that think, be? I think if you're Lamar, you can't sign for less Man, than Lamar 231 does, guaranteed. Lamar, to be honest with you, Lamar don't care about the weapons, Jay. Okay. Respect him. And the reason he don't care about the weapons because he's Lamar. Yeah, ESPN Baltimore Ravens reporter Jamison Hensley, by the way, is going to join us at 9.15 a.m. Eastern with the latest on Lamar's status. Coming up, should, should Jalen Hurts suit up for the Eagles against the Giants? They kind of sort of need that game. Would it be a failure if the Eagles don't get the top seed in the NFC? Keyshawn J. Willemax.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Great. Sweating in the club. Just You ever dance like that, Dan? He just so No. No? Just sweating for no reason like you're doing like in a robust well, class? I've sweated for no reason, but I haven't danced <laughs> like that. Key, you got you got the towel in the back pocket. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max joined now by Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Dan, you ready for overreaction, not an overreaction? Sure, always. The Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. will lose in the first round of the playoffs. It's not an overreaction. What? Come on. I, I, I did what? this in a column the other day. Like their their losses to Dallas and Philly and Green Bay are by a million points. <laughs> like I mean, that that's who they're going to have to play. Those kinds of teams. I, I just don't see it. I mean, look, full credit to them for what they have been able to accomplish. Like all these close wins, right? Eleven and zero in one score games. A that's 62 ridiculous. Two yard field goal against my Giants. Come uh, on. That's what I'm saying. Good for them for winning all those games. It shows something about them. It shows they have toughness. It shows they have metal. But. The games I was just talking about shows that they aren't in the same class as the other playoff teams in the NFC. I, I think it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a complete outlier season, and I would not be shocked at all if they were a one-and-done team. Yeah, it's so not an overreaction. I think when you look at this Minnesota Viking team, something I've been saying all along, they're okay, they win, you give them credit for that, but they're not better than the other teams that they're going to face. I just don't – they're not better than the Giants, as I said yesterday, Max, as you was trying to figure out odds to win the conference. <laughs> they're not better than the seven-seed New York Giants. That's rough, though, if they're a longer shot than, than like, Tampa Bay, who's, like, limping in on one good leg. Like, like or Cousins or, Tom, or the remains of Tom Brady. I, would, I, would think, I think that's the one team I would say Minnesota would, would beat if they matched up against them in the playoffs. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Strictly personal for me, I, I, I can't rock with Minnesota anymore. I've lost money on Minnesota. I feel like I whenever, whenever <laughs> the lines cover. come out and I'm like, all right, like they really are the team. I tuck myself into it. Strictly I, personal. Yeah, very personal. It's not an overreaction. By the way, it wouldn't be an overreaction to say they win their first round either, but they are a very beatable team. Um, the Cowboys can win – 
the NFC East and be the top seed in the NFC? That's not an overreaction. All they have to do is win the game, and then the Eagles lose to the Giants. You want to tell me that you're going to, you can confidently predict the outcome of a, of a game where the starting quarterbacks might be Tyrod Taylor and Gardner Minshew? I don't know who's going to win the Eagles. But the Giants. Niners also have, have, the Niners Niners have to lose, have to, lose to, the, to Arizona, too. Yeah. Both the Niners. Oh, to get the one seed. Yeah. The Eagles yes. Yes. For the one to get yeah. the division, yes, absolutely, the Cowboys can, uh, can, uh, can get the division. But you're right, the one seed, that's true. It's conceivable that I wrote that portion of the column while the 49ers were losing to the Raiders. I don't want to <laughs> pull back the curtain too much, but uh, it's possible that, that that needed an edit, and uh, I, I didn't give it one. I was driving back from Foxborough on Sunday night and just kind of, yeah, I might have just, it just slipped, slipped through the cracks there. Yeah, it's a little, little bit of an overreaction just because of what y'all said about San Francisco. San Francisco's not losing to Arizona, so they'll get a portion of it, right? They'll get the, they'll get to win the division, but they will not be the number one seed. That number one seed is going to go to San Francisco. Yeah, I, I feel the way you do, Keith, but there is a part of me as a Giants fan, I would love to see Dallas with the number one seed. I would Why? love to – just because it sets it up for yeah, the, 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 oh, the ball <laughs> being dropped. It just sets it up beautifully for the Cowboys. I just it want, really does. Cowboys fans, just get ready. You're going, I, just you ain't the Cowboys winning, are going to blow it. You ain't winning no <laughs> NFC. You ain't winning no one NFC East. You're going to wind up the years. five seed. You're going to Tampa. and Tom Brady, good. Tom Brady's knocking you Wait. out. In the first round. Well, There's a first round KO, Mike would you Tyson rather, style. Would you rather be the five or the two? Would you rather have like Brady or Aaron Rodgers in the first round? That's as a good your question. We did throw out, though, Dan, there is something like, you know, we always say on the show, like good things happen to him, right? To who? Most of the time. To certain people. Like yeah. bad things happen to certain people, good things happen. It does feel like good things happen to Tom Brady. Yep. Like and it does feel like that kind of sets up. If there he was, has been on a little bit of a roll the last couple decades. Just, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's the one guy I don't want to last against. forty-five years or so. He's been yeah, on a little bit of caught, a roll. He's caught a break or two here one and or, there. Yeah, one or two. It's about time yeah. something good happens Some for that guy. Here and there, you know. I, for one, am happy he finally something good. Ha- All right, Sean Payton <laughs> will be the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers in twenty twenty-three. Ooh, I like that one. I'm going to say not an overreaction. I know the Chargers are in the playoffs, but I don't know, man. Like if Payton's if Peyton's interested in them and they're interested in him and the Chargers go out in the first round, like, I don't think I, – I, keep an eye on this one is all I'm saying. I, I think that's possible. I think it's an overreaction now. Oh. Um, Chargers are in the playoffs. That's what they wanted badly. It was to get into the playoffs. They were able to accomplish that. I think the only way that Sean is kicking on that door is if it just – they go to the playoffs and just – I'm talking about get – Wrote it like to the point where there's no return. It's just embarrassing, and that's the only way I could see him in Los Angeles coaching the Chargers after them making the playoffs. You know, to me, this is an easy question, Dan, because frankly, I, I make it more simplistic. Who's a better coach, Dan? Oh, who, like between who, like the two Brandon of Brandon Staley or well, Sean Payton? Yeah, who's a better coach? Well, Peyton did a little more track record. Yeah, okay. I, would say. I mean, at the end of the day, even if they do get bit. to the playoffs, like I just that's how I see it. It's like Coach Collins with the Bulls, right? Like he got them to the playoffs. Yeah. MJ was great. Then he brought in Phil Jackson, and they started winning championships. We've seen uh, the year Tennessee had. Remember Mike Malarkey, and they went to Kansas City, and they won a playoff game. And they still mm-hmm. fired him after they lost uh, the next week. So it, there is some precedent. Um, look, Brandon Staley could take the Chargers to the Super Bowl, make all this moot. But I'm just saying, there's. There's smoke around this situation, and, and, and I wouldn't be shocked 
uh, to see it happen. I, and but by you, the way, but Keith, you do know, Dan. what the Chargers, you say what the Chargers really wanted was to make the playoffs. You know what the Chargers really, really want? And you know this because you live out there. They want fans. Yes. Yes. Sean, <laughs> they, Sean, they want attention. Would, Sean would bring the fans, no question about it. But you also, as you cover the league, Dan, the economics for the Spanos family. That's that's a good one. Yeah, they're poor. They they're poor spend. by the they measure of own NFL owners, right? By the yeah. measure of you, Max. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like the spending. Is that what you're telling me? They're not, they're not big spenders historically. This no, but be, you know what? You know why you're right. Got to swing Dan, this one, though. I, I don't think it's an overreaction. This is and a 15 think million about this. a year plate, OJ. Think about this for a second, guys. Sean Payton seems to always covet these charger quarterbacks right like once upon a time they had a guy oh. in drew Brees, and and he had a pretty good season and they didn't offer him a top of the market Spanos didn't offer him a top of the market deal and they had drafted his you know a, a, a guy in philip rivers and he got hurt and he got hurt that's right. why he didn't get a top of the market deal it was a nice deal but not a great one and he wound up with sean payton in New Orleans, and now Sean Payton, I'll bet you anything, is eyeballing this quarterback that the Chargers have. I'll say this. If that job were to come open, there'd be a lot of people lining up to coach that quarterback. Oh, my That's God. That's for sure. Me, I'll line up. There you <laughs> go. Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> Key, well, he played on Key 7-on-7 seven seven team. You didn't hear about this? Jim Harbaugh <laughs> will be an NFL head coach. Uh, I say overreaction. I think he's going to get some. I think he's going to get some some attention here. I think he might get even uh, connected with a job or two, maybe even an interview. But I think ultimately he stays at Michigan. Uh, last year was odd. You know, we heard him connected to the Raiders early on. That obviously didn't come to fruition. We heard him connected to the Vikings. He actually went there and interviewed, uh, and then actually just sort of didn't get the job. Um, so his name is going to come up. You're going to hear it. You've already heard it once or twice. Uh, but I think ultimately. Michigan's where he ends up. Yeah, I, I think it's an overreaction. One, you mentioned, Dan, those jobs a year ago, when you start thinking of connecting the dots to Chicago's and Minnesota's, you know, it, it, the style in which he coaches, I don't know that there's a job with, that will be available that fits with – he could just stay at Michigan. It, it, you know, like what's available that, you know, Carolina, That that's yeah. really – what what is that? Why you not know? go to Indy? It's same thing in Carolina, you know. They, like thing. you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Like that, that's the same here, but I mean, you ring an honor. You like know, Denver maybe there. Denver, but then you're dealing with a headstrong quarterback, and that's him and a headstrong quarterback. That's a you know that's a disaster. So I don't know what teams would be available. You know what? You're probably guys. You're probably right. Overreaction for right now, but I want to mention something about Jim Harbaugh. He's a better NFL coach oh, in terms of oh. the track record than a college coach. The question is He's not... had more six guys. He coached four years in the NFL. He went to three NFC championships. The question, games. the question is not should someone hire. I mean, like he has. There's no one on the market that has his record as an NFL head coach. He was excellent at it. He's the three quarters, seventy five percent of the time. He's in the conference yeah, championship. But Dan, you know this. What's available? I'm not taking. Right something just to take it when I'm at Michigan. Well, right. It has to be right. It's not an overreaction to say we have come to the end of this segment. Oh. Great Dan Graziano. We it's appreciate it as always. Which NFC quarterback heading into the playoffs do you trust least? Have we already kind of discussed that? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I mean... <laughs> He's so gangster. I love it. What's Go amazing? Ahead and say the whole damn lyric. Yeah. Go ahead What's and say amazing? It, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like it's one thing to have a physical resemblance. It's another thing to sound just like dude. That's me, man. Like, like I actually I did that song. For my like rookie initiation when I came into the league. Oh, oh yeah. people so, must have been dying. Oh my gosh. Like I was just like go, just going in with it, man. Yeah, and, and they let you do a cool song for your rookie oh, initiation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't gonna yeah. do anything but Biggie. Come right. on, man. Come on, like, man. Come on. Yeah. 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 I was I was listening to y'all side <clears throat> y'all side conversation about raising your daughters and your yeah. kids and what Talking they got. Talking to Damian do Woody, all. by the way. We haven't introduced yeah, Damian Woody's Wood. with us, yep. What's up, I was, listening to, I was listening to y'all. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, when my daughter go to USC at 17 years old, she going to get a Ferrari out the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't listening to y'all. Well, but that's mean- different, Key. She's 17. It's different than being, than being seven. There's a big difference. Like, if you raise them right, then at a certain point, they can get some stuff. We're talking about raising kids if you got a little dough and you're not wanting to spoil them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, the problem is I, I got grown kids that, that you know, they – they, uh, they already spoiled. I already messed it, <laughs> already I already did it. up. I already messed that uh, up. Man. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Damien could say that, but if you hear about the institutions they attend, you yeah. know you know they did a, a great job raising those kids. We did all exactly. right. Exactly. We did all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a family of dreams. Stop being cheap, brains. man. Huh? <laughs> oh, stop being cheap, man. Shoot, I got seven kids, Key. No. I got seven Ooh. kids, brother. And you, see, you see my face? Number seven. And, and by the way, Damien's kids are graduating for me. from the most elite institutions in the country without athletic scholarships. Well, that's, why, that's why Damien lifted all them weights and ran all them heels yeah. and did all of that. Hey, you, you, say, you can say I'm that. The one. You, you played for Belichick for a long time, D. Wood. How do you think he's preparing for this game against the Buffalo Bills, who apparently will play on Sunday? Well, I mean, listen, I think uh, Coach Belichick is, is obviously, um, you know, aware of how the, the unique situation that, you know, that this game is, you know, considering everything that we saw on Monday night, you know, but also understanding that the, the ramifications of this game as far as the, the New, England, New England Patriots are concerned. They got to win this game, and I believe, hope that, you know, Miami loses. Uh, Miami loses to the Jets in order to get into the postseason, so – it's a delicate balance, but knowing Bill, he's going to make sure that the guys are professional and focused on the task at hand. Yeah, and I think that's the way you have to approach it, right? I mean, he understands that the nature of the business and how delicate, and like I said to, him, to the guys earlier, Damon, however many years Bill has coached and however many players that he's been around, whatever that number is, he understands it. Yeah. Um, 
and so you got to go about tough business and and put your team in the best situation to win a game because you have a goal, and that goal is to make the playoffs. And just so happened, what happened on Monday night with the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills are the team that is your next opponent. And, you know, it's going to be a tough one. He's feeling the same way many coaches across the country are about their players. And now he's faced with this situation, but I don't see him changing anything, doing anything any different than he normally would. Well, and, and I would, Key, let me add this into this, into this as well. It's going to be a highly, highly energized um, stadium up in, up in Orchard Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk, you know, Key, you know this, and Jay, you know that sometimes you walk into a buzzsaw. You know, certain, certain things happen. You know, certain incidences happen, whatever. I remember after 9-11. You know, you know the you know the the week that we played after after the after the after that unfortunate you know situation, and just the energy and emotion in the stadium. You know, at that at that time, so I can only imagine what it's going to be like in, in Buffalo, you know, with New England coming up there for actually for a game that Buffalo needs to win as well. That's they, right. They would. I was saying this at the beginning of the show. I think a lot of times you have situations that galvanize teams. And you, there's like a, the power of why. Yeah. I actually think it makes the Bills more of a threat because now it feels like they're playing for something way bigger than just themselves. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, you know. Obviously, we've we've all echoed how unfortunate you know the the the, the incident with Demar Hamlin. We all praying for him, but you, you're absolutely right. Sometimes these situations they do galvanize a team, and, and you can literally ride that momentum you know to, bigger, to bigger things as well. You know what, D-Wood? I, I'm reminded of everything to me comes back to some Yankees thing, right? But I'm reminded of uh, 01, right after 9-11. Remember the World Series was pushed back? Yep. That's a, and that's why Mr. November with Derek Jeter and all that. And the Yankees looked like the team of destiny. And it was it's New York, right, right, where it occurred. And they're rallying back in these games. I was at a couple of them uh, uh, against the Diamondbacks. Oh, this, come on, this is a team of destiny. They're, and actually, game seven, Mariano Rivera, greatest player, greatest pitcher ever, is on the hill to close it out. And they score off Rivera, and the Diamondbacks won in game seven. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. I'll I remember Kurt Schilling wore the thing, destiny. He's, like, making fun of, like, that. Like uh, in the end, you be, you got to go out and play the game. Like, it's, it's, it's even with all that good feeling and momentum, both teams are desperate to have it. You know, let the chips fall. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, you still got to go out there and execute, right? Like, you know, these are professionals out there. As hard as it, you know, may be emotionally – you still professionally got to go out there and execute and do and, and, and go out there and do what you got to do. So yesterday I was at home watching this interesting show on from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. This just in handsome host right here next to me, Max Kellerman. And I saw you on the on uh, on the show as well. And Max is doing his uh, his top you know tier QBs. Yeah. yeah. And I, can, can you just take me through what was going through your mind? Because uh, you walked away from the camera. You almost walked off set. Yeah, man. It's just like I, I looked at it. You know, obviously, <laughs> tier one, he had Patrick Mahomes. Tier two, he had Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I could, okay. you know, that's cool, whatever. And then tier three, I just saw this name down there. I saw, you know, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. and then he threw Daniel Jones, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what in the hell? And you got Daniel Jones who in there. He, who should be there instead well, of Daniel him? Jones? With, 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 you know, with, 
with Josh Allen and Justin <laughs> Herbert. You know, I'm, like, I'm like, see, this is Max New York Giants, <laughs> yeah. you know, homerism Guilty. coming in, coming in Guilty. out there. But I, but I did, but I did. Max will tell you, I did tell him that Daniel Jones has had a really good year, mm-hmm. like considering basically no threat on the outside and what you know, Brian, coach head coach Brian Dable asked of him. He's had a really good year and it's guided his team to the postseason. So, and he, you know, he come up with all the stipulations like. Re, you know, very recent yeah. Like So basically, we're, I we're just taking a small piece of the schedule. But D. Wood, like, I ask myself this. Can you win a Super Bowl with a quarterback playing like that? Yes, you can. If you, He doesn't have the weapons and they're in the playoffs. If, you, if Daniel Jones plays like that, you can win a Super Bowl with that guy. I well, think. Me, Key, am I wrong? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think the Giants... You think the Giants can win the Super Bowl? Nah, because as you said, they have nothing on the outside. They have nothing on the inside either. Like Bellinger is their best pass if catcher. If, Come on. if their Six defense, if they had a Super Bowl winning defense, they can win with their offense if they had a Super Bowl winning defense. I <laughs> mean, like think about it, good. D. Wood. You, you look at some of those. Let's, you look at the Raven teams when they were winning under that defense. Yeah. Their offense was hot garbage. Right. But the defense, they had a running back in Jamal Lewis. And in they had a running back in Ray Rice, and that was pretty much it. And other than that, offensively, you could cancel Christmas. It was all about that D. So you could win it, but that defense isn't. It's not up that there like good. That. Yeah, it's good, but yeah. it's not great. But don't right. you think that's more challenging these Although, days due to the fact of like how analytics have changed the game and how these guys are scoring so many points? Yeah, well, no, the, actually, no? the Giants' defense went. They also haven't been now that they got. Their, their best pass rushers healthy. When you start looking at that roster, they got two big D tackles who can get after it. Yep. They got a threat on the outside, two threats with Ojolari and Thibodeau. So yep. they got four dudes who can go get the quarterback. Four guys. Right, and their defensive coordinator likes to bring a lot of pressure yep. on top of that. So, yeah, it, could, it definitely could be an interesting situation for the Giants. That is Damian Woody, ladies and gentlemen. NFL analyst who was skeptical of my initial uh, initially skeptical wasn't the say, only one of my of my uh, peers but ultimately saw the wisdom in it thanks d wood we right. don't need to comment after that that's fine yeah, yeah we're good we're good we're good uh green bay has won four straight they can clinch a playoff berth with a win over detroit what's the biggest reason for the packers turnaround this season that's coming up passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You know, yeah. When we getting ready, I got issues, man. With what? With Just, Drake? No. <laughs> <laughs> that too. No, no, I got issues. I was just sitting around just thinking, you know, as we was playing this music and stuff about the proms what? in high school. And, you know, now, obviously prom. all of us. You, we went to multiple proms, Key, yes. Yeah, multiple proms. You, you were the dude that other dudes hated. Like, man, why she bringing him to our prom? You don't even go to this school, man. <laughs> I was a serial prom dater. <laughs> they they had me in the hallways, warning, warning beware, you know, the whole, yeah, the prom. Ooh, man, unbelievable. Well, yeah. you know who's been to one prom? Oh, so God. Get this guy out of here. Oh, I, that was incredible. You know who's been to one prom? He's only been to one. You guys been to multiple. Are you not entertained? Aaron Rodgers, only been to that prom that one time. Yeah. I'm sure A. A. Ron has been to multiple proms. No, no, he's talking One, about the Super Bowl. I know what he's talking about. One prom. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So he was discussing. I don't know if he's been to multiple proms, though. You don't think? That... Mm. Who? Now, he doesn't look like a serial prom guy, though. He could be. Nah, you got to have a certain, like a, uh, Dak Prescott's been to many. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow. Jay. Jalen Hurts, definitely Jalen Hurts for show. This is this is the game we should be playing. <laughs> who's been to multiple quarterbacks who's been to multiple proms? That's the game of life right now. Is there any correlation between Jimmy how many G, proms Jimmy you G's go to and how many been, Super Bowls you win? Jimmy G's definitely been to proms and after prom videos. He's done it all. Jimmy G for show. Jimmy G for show. Facts. Uh, I'm just thinking. To go like ahead, to Max. Produ- I would like to let the producers nah, know. For nah. the record, I've tried nah. three times, but we're talking no. proms. This no, is more important, Max. I agree. And it's fine. I mean, I'd look. I've one. It, 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 and then some people have done other <laughs> I bet y'all ain't never done this one. Bet you hadn't gone to the cousin prom, too. <laughs> look at y'all, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Come on, man. You, it's, it's fine. You were a teenager. You live. Stop acting scary. <laughs> Anyway, well, how do you follow that? <laughs> you know who didn't go to his cousin's prom? Well, <laughs> well, okay, you know how we talk about cousins, though. Like you talking about real cousins or no, the no. people that we I'm call cousins? I'm talking about your prom date has a cousin. Yeah, and you, that go to you both wind of up prom. at that prom yeah. two, oh, yeah. two yeah. weeks later. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> as the that's date. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's okay. okay. Yeah, you come that's highly okay. recommended, apparently. Right. Come all right, listen. Highly recommended. <laughs> you got referrals. Yeah, I was so I was so fine. They had to take numbers to get me to go to prom. I'm just telling you. Try for it. Standing in line. Keep trying, Max. See if you can get it this time. Well, Aaron Rodgers there it is. is the Packers quarterback, and he has been to the the NFL version of the prom, and that would be the Super Bowl one time in his career, and. There is a lot of speculation, or a lot of people, you know. Wondering. Is he one for one? He's one for one. Okay, but Favre at least went to two, right? Like, is Rodgers even going to go down as the greatest Green Bay quarterback of all time? He discussed whether or not this was going to be his last season, Aaron Rodgers, in the locker room. Listen to this. I'm going to take some time after the season. Um, you know, I got a lot of uh, great memories here at Lambeau. And hopefully can add another one on Sunday. Do you expect that thought at all to go to your mind on Sunday? Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, just because you don't know what the future holds. But 
when I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude. Not remorse or sadness, just gratitude for the time that I've been here, the amazing memories that I've had on this field. I've been a lot of great moments. Um, but, you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, we're all undecided about the future. We're just going to enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. He has had amazing numbers on the field. He actually, in a way, revolutionized the way people thought about the game because you couldn't throw 35-plus touchdowns and have single-digit interceptions before Aaron Rodgers showed you could do it, right? But it just doesn't sound right, guys. When he talks about the amazing numbers, the number's one. He's been to one Super Bowl, right? That's the number. Is he pulling the Brett Favre? Is he doing it? Is he implementing the same strategy about I'm not sure what I'm doing after every season again? I'm exhausted. Yeah, right. When it comes to that, I'm just, I'm just, you know, whatever. I, I'm, I'm every season at the end of the season. I don't want to always hear. I got one foot in, one foot out. I need to take some time to really think about the. Either you plan or you're not playing, man. That's just the. That's the way I approach it. I look at it. But what is he? It's, but but how, how, how does he answer that question? Key, like if someone's asking him, asking Aaron Rodgers, you're going to play next year, and he really legit doesn't know yet, right? Like he's like, the way I'm feeling right now. How's how would you you do the media consultation thing? Tell me how to answer. Deal, do know, sign a massive deal. You know. yeah, but come on, you you know if you're going to play next year, you know. You think he's it's completely an act? I can tell you, a player that's not going to play next year. Okay, I can okay. tell you that. By looking at how they played the previous year. Well, but not always. Come on. Barry always. Sanders Barry Sanders guys, was killing the game, got, walked away. Got, but guys have one foot in, one foot out. You could totally tell. Megatron, foot, I guess you have to play in Detroit to walk away at the height of your powers. I don't know. Yeah, but Megatron walked away, but you could see he was banged up. You could mm-hmm. see he was beat up on a constant basis. You could see the organization was not good with Barry Sanders. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, He's a different, unique guy, people say. I don't know him. I've only had two-second conversations with him. It just would be hard for me to see Aaron Rodgers walk away. I don't mind. I don't mind if you take time, but, like, you still got games left to play. So I just feel like there's ways. We all answer questions every damn day where I can answer your question and deflect your attention away from what the real – come yeah. on, man. What we're picking up on, on is there's a way you say things publicly that reveals yeah. a certain self-centeredness that you don't <laughs> want to hear from, like, the quarterback, right, of a friend. And here's Aaron Rodgers right now. Why? It's simple. It, all Aaron Rodgers had to do was say, man, I'm, I'm worried about Detroit Lions right now. Right. I'll, deal, I'll, deal, next I'll, week. Deal, I'll deal with next season – when this season's over with, right now we got a game on Sunday. We got a, we're on a mission. But well, it goes on these long diatribes, man. Where I'm like, why are you even going down that I, and path? Also, why but, even do that? But then when you start to cite your individual numbers that you have achieved and how amazing the numbers are, it puts people off because they're like, hold up. So now you're talking about your accomplishments statistically, and and immediately my mind goes to, well, while that's true, what he's saying, but, <laughs> but people are wondering about one. Super Bowls, dude. <laughs> I knew he was going. Of course. That's what people are thinking about. And, and, it's, and the reason is, Key, is because the Super Bowl is about the team, right? It's about the ultimate team uh, goal. And the numbers that he's put up, really, it's a part of his resume about how great he is individually. But can you lead the team to the championship? Well, but the, but I, that's the an numbers, oversimplification, but I think that's why people get that gut reaction. His individual numbers was also 
the contributions of many other players. As I said, oversimplification. Keith. So, I get it. You know, but like he, no, nobody doubts that he's a superstar. It's just when you're a superstar and you feel the need to tell us that you're a superstar, like that that rubs people the wrong. I hate to say role. it, like, but could you, you imagine like, Tom Brady giving like that answer? Your glasses indoors, Jay. <laughs> like wearing glasses indoors, Key. Look at me, I'm a superstar. With the hoodie on. I don't want anybody to recognize me. You're wearing a hoodie recognize. with glasses on. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, ran into somebody, I ran into somebody like that the other night, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah very important. You're so important, like, you need to stand out. I was like, oh, oh God. God. All right. How about not having any of that on and sitting down at the table? Nobody would ever notice. But right. the fact yeah, that you, you can look be like, like you're up to something, you're like we're all looking. We're just chilling. <laughs> right? You look good. You look like you're up to something, so we're all looking now. And it's the worst kind of thing because you, you're, you're set under the guise of saying that you want to disguise yourself. You're, in fact, drawing attention to yourself. It's like an endless loop yeah, of vanity. Like that, video, like that video of Calabasas that I sent you guys with the little girls talking about you want to be low-key, but she has on all this Louis Vuitton. Yeah, right. It's like, come on, stop. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax on... ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. So, listen, it's a real thing. How will the NFL handle AFC playoff seeding? Of course, DeMar Hamlin's health is the most important thing, but there are implications. That's coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.